Be seated, amen. It's such a joy to be here, amen. I'm telling you, it's, it, it is such a joy to be here. I always look forward to being with you, amen. I tell my wife, you know, each time I come here, you know, your faith refreshes me, your, your pastors, it's just wonderful, amen. amen. That I have I've endeavored not to go everywhere but go where I'm led to go. And here's one of the places. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Twice a year. Amen. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. Amen. I don't go to many places like that other than my church home in Cedar Rapids, you know. Twice a year. So we're, we are honored to be here. We love you. My wife and I and our church family, they think very highly of you especially your pastors, we celebrate. My calendar starts buzzing, come close to January 1st. It's Pastor Jackie's birthday, it's Pastor Jackie's birthday. I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> amen. So, amen. God is good. God is so good. I'm telling you, whatever plan that God has for you, it will fulfill you. I discovered that uh, the Christian life is the life that God has already prepared. He put it together. He put all the wonderful things you will need together. And your job is simply to agree. Yeah. It took me a minute to agree. <laughs> but when I finally agreed, I realized, oh, my word, I should have been agreeing a long time ago. Yeah. Amen. Because, you know, we have all this thinking, okay, I can do this, I can do that. Uh, uh, you can outthink God. He knows better than you do. Amen? So, <laughs> I left Nigeria as a teenager, 19 years old. I thought, I'm never going back to live in Nigeria, but I'll go and take the word to them. But guess where I ended up? Nigeria. <laughs> Amen. And it's a thrill to be there. It's a joy. You know, I come here with thank God for the United States. I did most of my growing up here. I had lived in the U.S. more than I've lived in Nigeria. So growing up here and then going back to minister and preach and live in Nigeria, it's like, wow, but we don't miss anything. It's like the plan of God is so satisfying. It's just wonderful. My wife was born and raised in Iowa, never lived overseas, and you see her in Nigeria, it's like God made you for this place. <laughs> it's wonderful, amen. And we have wonderful people in our congregation, both in Abuja and in Lagos, who are people that love God, that are hungry. It makes all the difference. Amen. So we're glad to be here. Like Pastor mentioned, this, this year we're planning to uh, do some printing work to get some materials into the hand of the people, go to the villages. Some uh, young ministers are connecting up with us that we will actually train according to the way we've been brought up so they can take the word into the villages and just, ah, oh, glory to God. Amen. The goal is to let people know is that it's not about where you are. It's about what you know. Because the word in the village can turn the village into a city. The word of God. Amen. So that's what we're endeavoring to do. You'll be hearing more testimonies coming out of that. We have now, every month we have what we call our healing service. Where many churches and people from all over 
come into our congregation and join us for Sunday night healing service. We have one coming in two weeks, so I should be back there for that. Amen. <laughs> so we're just endeavoring to get the word out. Let people know how good God is. Amen. Say after me, God is good. And he's good to me. Amen. All right, well, let's get back into the word of God. Amen. Did you come ready to hear him? Ready to respond? Amen. That's something that thrills me. Each time I respond in service, you know, the degree to which the word comes into me is the degree to which I open to it. When you respond, that's you opening up. And God will get it into you as much as you respond. Amen. All right. Last night, we started talking about uh, reigning in life. Oh, glory to God. That's one subject that I will wake, you can wake me up in the middle of the night and God will give me a sermon to preach on. <laughs> Reigning in life, dominion, amen. So we started talking about, so let's read our scripture that we started off yesterday in Revelation chapter 5. We will start reading from verse 8. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the honor and privilege of standing before your precious people, thank you that you will make my tongue like the pen of a ready writer to write this life-giving, <laughs> magnificent, uh, 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 destiny-altering word of the living God. I thank you, Father, in advance that this word will have free course among us. It will change lives tonight. It will recapture dreams and it will set them on course. And your word will be glorified. And you alone, Father, will receive all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Revelation chapter 5, look at verse 8. We will read from verses 8 to 10. It says, when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb. Having every one of them harps and golden vials full of orders, which are the prayers of saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood, by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. And has made us unto our God, kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Hallelujah. <laughs> that's what redemption did for us. Amen. So that's what we started talking about last night. And we told you to reign means to have the ability to bring about the will of him who made you king. To bring order to keep things out and to keep things in and to raise God's kingdom wherever you are. Amen. Remember Jesus said, you know, uh, the Bible tells us the kingdom of God is within you. You are an answered prayer to so many people if you will realize it. And you are to showcase God everywhere you go. Amen. And then Romans chapter 5, 17 tells us, uh, uh, more about this reigning. He said if, if uh, that by one man's uh, uh, offense, death reigned by one. Much more they which receive 
abundance of grace and the gift. It's a gift. You don't earn it. It's a gift of righteousness. We were made right. Hallelujah. When we were made right, we were enthroned. Hallelujah. And those who receive the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Christ Jesus. So God took us and he put us in Christ to reign by him. And we told you that it's important to note how Jesus reigned when he walked on the earth because he was our example. And we notice that the scripture tells us in Hebrews 1 verse 3 how he did it. How many of you remember that? In verse 3 of Hebrews chapter 1. He said, who be in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Hallelujah. When he had made, by, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. So we told you that Jesus reigned through his words. Through his words. If you look at every example, <laughs> you will see that demonstrated. You remember when he said to the disciples, let us go over to the other side. And they started going and they encountered storm. And the disciples woke him up from sleep and said, Master, Master, carest thou not that we are perishing? He woke up, you know, instead of saying, boys, give me a bucket. Let's get this water out of the boat. You know, because that's what natural people will do. They will start hauling because the boat was already being filled with water. But that wasn't what he did. He just stood up and said, peace, be still. Yeah. Yeah. They said, what manner of man is he yeah. that even winds and yeah. waves obey him? Yeah. Okay? So we see him expressing the way he reigns. Yeah. You remember when they left Bethany, I think it was, and they were traveling and he came upon a fig tree looking to get fruit out of it. The Bible said when he got there, it was just leaves. When they had leaves, it was supposed to be fruit, but it didn't. And he spoke to it. He said, let no man eat fruit of thee forever. And he walked off. The next day, the disciples, you know, Peter in particular, saying, Master, look at the tree that thou carved. It's withered away. It's withered away. Look what Jesus said. Jesus said, I am the son of God. You know, only me can do this. No, that wasn't what he said. He said, have faith in God. Or, or the translation said, have the God kind of faith. But you know, when you made Jesus Lord, God, God in him delivered to you his faith. The God kind of faith. Amen. Remember in Romans 12, 3 or so, uh, yeah, it says uh, God has given to every man among you the measure of faith. You have faith because you need faith to get saved. It, without faith, you can't get saved. So somebody said, well, I'm not sure I have faith. Well, if you're saved, that means you got faith. Because without faith, you couldn't have gotten saved. Amen. So you have the faith of God, Jesus said. Okay, so we notice that every operation he did, he reigned with his words. How did he get to do that? He's, he would tell us that he was the express image of the Father. If you want to see how God operates, you look at Jesus. Where we saw God in creation in Genesis chapter 1, when every place was dark and, and, and without form, what did he do? And God said, every king 
rules by words. Every king rules by words. Amen. So in life, you reign with your words. Amen. The problem is that many, some people have not realized that what they're declaring is what's happening. It's just whether it's going on the wrong direction or in the good direction. Amen. Every man's future, we made this statement to you last night. Every man's future goes through his mouth. Every man. Every man goes through his mouth. So you don't expect a future that you have not brought forth with the words of your mouth. Amen. So we went over those things yesterday and um, uh, the scriptures we read, we won't have time to go back and try to re-preach it. Thank God for CDs and recordings. We can go back now and review them. Amen. But uh, tonight I want to start, let's dig a little further. How you're, by controlling, how many of you will like control? Right? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. We like control. You want to determine what happens and what doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. Well, you've been made with the capacity to do that yeah. because you're in Christ. Yeah. But we're talking about how you do that. Right. How do you do that? You do that with the words you speak. Yeah. Right. So you control your life by controlling your tongue. Yeah. Amen. 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 <laughs> Somebody say, if only I can, you can get everything natural in the, you know, everything in the natural. Without controlling your tongue, your life is at risk. Amen. The greatest defense you can provide your life comes through your words. Amen. Glory to God. So let's go to James chapter 3. We have some things we want to get to tonight, so let's see how we go. James chapter 3, we read verses 3 to 5. We're talking about tonight then how to direct your life. How do you direct your life into the blessing, out of hardship, out of unnecessary struggles? How to keep your life going in the direction of the blessing? How many of you know when you're driving a car, it matters that you got your hands on the wheel? Under steering wheels. Why? So you determine where that vehicle goes, right? Because you wanted to make it to the destination you listed. Amen. The word of God is the destination of every believer. The word. Whatever the word says, that's where you ought to end up. Amen. Your GPS is already set to what that word says. So how do you get that? The greatest vehicle. It's the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> so let's um, see. James 3, verse 3. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us. And we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small hem, whithersoever the governor listed, even so the tongue is a little member 
and boasted great things. <laughs> Behold, how a greater matter a little fire kindled. So what is it saying? It said that big old ship. I like to uh, use cruise ships when I talk about this. You see how massive that thing is. That big old cruise ship that has all those stories on it. He said, that thing you see is controlled by one little small helm underneath. Underneath. And wherever the governor, the captain, will turn that helm towards, that big old ship will turn that direction. Even in the midst of winds and fierce circumstances, as long as he turns that hem to that direction, no matter the circumstance, that big old ship is going that direction. The Bible says even though it's the tongue, that means your tongue can control the outcome of your life. It will direct your life out of Trouble, and it, it, it will get you through anything. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So many times people guard their investments, but they don't guard their tongue. Because it, you can guard your investment and double, triple, quadruple it, but if your tongue is not in order, you're not, your life is not safe. Because the way you get, to your, you, you get your life to the intended destination is with your tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 Look at another scripture here in 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3. Look at verse 10. Glory to God. 1 Peter 3, look at verse 10. It says, For he that will love life, it's recording this uh, scripture from Psalm 34. He yes, said, For he that will love life and see good days. Hallelujah. Let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile, no deceit. To so many people, <laughs> this is what so many people read. He that will love life and see good days. Get yourself a good paying job. Mm? But that's what so many people do. That's what so many people pursue. There's nothing wrong with having a good job, but you can have a good job if your mouth is not right. Your, you and your good job is at risk. So the way to love life and have a good life is dependent on what you do with your tongue. Of course, God told us that the power of life and death is in the tongue. Proverbs 18, verse 21. You remember God talking to the people of Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 30, in verse 19, verses 19 and 20. He says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death. I have set before you life and death and death, blessing and cursing. It goes on to say, therefore, choose life. Choose life. (laughs) Amen. What? That thou and thy seed may live. 
that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest remember, that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life, and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. Choose life. How do you choose life? Remember, the Proverbs 18, 21, death and life is in the power of the tongue. So how do you choose life? With your tongue. With your tongue. With your tongue. tongue. Amen. See, we are created in the image of God. We are created to function like God. Amen. How does God function? God functions by speaking. Remember last night we told you that God packaged everything he designed for your life and he housed it in his word. He spoke it. He spoke it. He spoke it. Oh, that's, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh God, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Oh my gosh. In the, I'm trying to remember now. I had a vision a while back. I was praying. And in that vision, it was sort of like, um, you know how you will have boxes in the post office where they put letters and stuff in? It was like, it was like that. I'm just trying to remember how to describe it. It was like that, just, just listed out. And in each box, you, you see stashes, like scrolls. The Bible will talk about scrolls. And I was praying in that vision. I was praying. And the more I prayed... Things are retrieved from that box to me. Retrieved from that box to me. And the Spirit of God endeavored to to describe to me later. He says, there are already stored plans and purposes and resources for every child of God. So when you take time to pray in the Spirit, the Spirit of God takes from the scroll of what God has prepared ahead of time and will transmit it to you. They all exist in word form. They all exist in word form. So God functions by speaking. That's why he's already spoken your future and had it already stored up in his word. And if you're to function like him, then you're going to have to learn to speak like him. Amen. Amen. Of course, we've shared what Jesus did, you remember? In John 14, look at that. John 14, verse 10. Hallelujah. <laughs> John 14, 10, Jesus speaking. He says, Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? I was, I've always thought that this statement is fascinating. Look at the way he says it. The words that I speak... Unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwells in me, he does the works. Think about that. He does the works. I speak the words, he does the works. I speak the word, he does the works. He gives me the word, he does the I speak it, he does the works. <laughs> So we can derive from that statement, we can just put it this way, that God is at work when we speak his word. 
God is at work when we speak his word. Amen. You want to engage God? Speak his word. Yes. Speak his word. Amen. Amen. And of course, in Ephesians chapter 5 in verse 1, Bible instructs us to be imitators of our Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remember also, the Bible said that the word of God is life. It's life. So when he told them to choose life, he's basically saying to them, choose my word. Choose my word. How will they choose his word? By choosing to put his word in their mouth. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I don't even know where we're going to end up, so I might as well just say it. <laughs> Remember in Joshua 1, verse 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Oh, glory to God. So the word of God is life. Remember what Jesus said in John 6, 63? It says, It is the spirit that quickeneth, that makes alive. The flesh profited little. Profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And we are told to imitate God. Yes. Look at that scripture, Ephesians 1, uh, 5 verse 1. Let's read it in Amplified Classic. If we could. Glory to God. It says, therefore... Be imitators of God. Copy him. Copy him. Copy him and follow his example. As well beloved children imitate their father. <laughs> it's fun to watch children imitate you. You know, I watch our little ones, but most all of them used to have church at home. We had a fireplace that they would turn into the platform from the oldest to the youngest, every one of them. And they would just, you know, uh, uh, conduct church. Yeah. Act like they're in church. They will repeat everything that daddy will say. I remember uh, preparing a crusade years ago in 2008. And we recorded some advertisements for the crusades and stuff. You know, and, you know, it had some recordings of me preaching that they took. And Chippy was, oh, I think about one year, a little over a year old. And he heard that at the dining table. He <laughs> he was trying to repeat what he was hearing. Yeah. And, and you see him, he would do every, the same thing. It's time to go live with God. It's time to move on with God. I said, whoa, glory to God. <laughs> what was I seeing? A child copying his father. God told us to copy him, imitate him. Imitate him. To imitate God, what would that mean? Speak like him. Talk like God. Do you know that God made you God on the earth? You are God on the earth. You remember when he told us, oh man, we are traveling now. Help us, Jesus. <laughs> when he sent Moses to go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. The Bible tells us that God said to Moses, I have made you God before Pharaoh. Yeah. <laughs> I've made you God before Pharaoh. Now, our class 
has actually improved greatly Amen. since Moses. Yes. We are now new creation. Yes. We are as God as it can possibly be. We're recreated in Christ Jesus with all the attributes of God. Every, the DNA of God is inside of us. The same life that God has is inside of us. So we can talk like him, act like him, do the same thing he does, and be able to have the same result. Amen. So how does God function? God initiates his power by speaking. By speaking. So we are to initiate God's power just like God does. By speaking. Amen. Do you know that the presence and acts of God can be found in the mouth of the righteous, the believer? The presence and the acts of God can be found in the mouth of the righteous. Anybody righteous in here? Absolutely, that's all of us. <laughs> Amen. God made him to be sin who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And the righteous has a way of talking. Go with me, let's just for fun. We might as well just enjoy being in church tonight. Go to Romans chapter 10. Romans 10, look at verse 6. We're going somewhere, but let's stop at every bus stop and check it out. <laughs> Romans 10, look at verse 6. We will read 6 to 9. Hallelujah. It says, but the righteousness which is of faith speaketh. On this wise. Okay, are we, are we listening? Say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into the heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up, to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what says it? Notice, it says, the righteousness which is of faith says, the first uh, portion is telling us what it doesn't say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It doesn't say who will deliver us, who will go up and bring God down, bring Jesus down, who will go into the grave and raise him up again, who, who, oh God, oh God, who will do this? He said the righteousness which is of faith which yeah. we have yeah. doesn't talk like that. Yeah. How does it talk? It tells us. Okay, so what does it say? But what say is it? It tells us, the word is nigh thee, even in thy, even in thy mouth, even in thy mouth, and in thine heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Amen. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So the righteousness which is of faith believes in his heart, speaks with his mouth. Believes in his heart, speaks with his mouth. Believes in his heart, speaks with his mouth. Amen. 
Glory to God. So now let's begin to come into the airport a little bit. (laughs) The words you speak as a person, the words you speak come from the tree inside of you. Mm? And that tree, we call that tree a way of thinking. A way of thinking. Okay? The words you speak come from the tree you have on the inside. And you will not produce beyond the tree you have on the inside. Your tree is your ceiling. Is your ceiling. Let's travel into Matthew chapter 12. Look at verse 33. Let's find the basis behind that statement. Matthew 12, look at verse 33. We will probably read through 37. Glory to God. In verse 33, Jesus was addressing the, the Pharisees, uh, or, or the, you know, they're too far, they can't see. And they're sad, you see, you know, (laughs) they're sad, you see, you know. So (laughs) he was addressing them because after he casted out the devil, they said he was casting out the devil by by Beelzebub, you know. So he's addressing them. The Bible said, oh, I was trying to save time. Let's look at it briefly. I want to point out something to you. Look at, uh, where are we? Matthew 12, right? Let's look at verse hmm, verse 25. We're reading from verse 24. Okay? It says, but when the Pharisees heard it, they said, they said, they said, pay attention, they said, this fellow Doth not cast out devils, but by the by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. Okay? And Jesus knew their thoughts. Are you catching something? They said, and Jesus knew their thoughts. They said, and Jesus knew their thoughts. So what they said was coming from the thoughts they had. Okay? Can you make the connection? What they were saying was coming from the thoughts they had. So if we keep reading now, we get into verse 33. Jesus was saying, either make the tree good and his fruit good. Okay? Or make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. It's basically saying, you're thinking that way, you're talking that way because that's how you think. That's what's inside of you. Okay, and if we keep reading, it says, Oh, generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Pastor Jay would say, The mouth leaks. <laughs> Amen. And then he goes on to say, A good man, a good man, out of the good treasure, of the heart, bring it forth good things. It's still talking about saying, what you're saying, what you're saying, okay? And an evil man out of the evil treasure, bring it forth evil things. But I say unto you, 
that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. Look at verse 7, verse 37. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Are you here? Yes. Yes. You see, we're telling you, the words you speak come from the tree that's on the inside of you. Yes. Yes. It's coming from the tree you got inside. So to speak the God kind of words, you're going to have the God kind of tree on the inside. You see, remember, we're calling tree a way of thinking. A way of thinking. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You become what you say. And what you think. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. You see. So. (laughs) You know you can be born again. And still have wrong tree inside. What are we calling tree? Wrong way of thinking. Wrong way of thinking. We know it's so. Because in Romans chapter 12. It tells us about renewing the mind. What is renewing the mind? Change out the tree. Change out the tree. Change out the tree. Why? So you can have a better fruit. Because as long as that tree is there, it will influence what's coming out. Right? I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, in verse 1, that you present yourself a living sacrifice, holy uh, and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable ser- uh, service. Some Christians think it, think it says seasonable service. No, it's reasonable service. You belong to God all the time. <laughs> and in verse 2, it says, and, do, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why? So that you may prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. <laughs> Remember, he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from speaking evil. And his lips from speaking God. How do you talk like God? You have to first make sure that the tree on the inside is the God kind of tree. What are we talking about when we say that tree? The God kind of thinking. 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 If you don't think right, you won't talk right. If you don't think right, you won't believe right. And if you don't believe right, you will talk wrong. Amen. Amen. Being born again doesn't mean you know how to talk. Have you ever seen a child, a baby born in the hospital? The baby's not born speaking, hey. That baby doesn't come and say, Mommy, can I get that bottle, please? No. (laughs) If if that baby did that, it would be news. (laughs) Right? Because that's something that doesn't happen. What, What would... What will the baby do? You have to nurture that baby, feed that baby till yes. they grow up. Yes. You have to learn how to talk. Amen. Yes. Amen. Come on. Amen. You have to learn how to talk. Yes. 
every believer is born a baby. Okay? So you have to train yourself on how to talk. People think, okay, I'm born again now, this, this. Yeah, you're born again, but you have to retrain. You see, how about this? The old man and the new man, the old man, which, thank God, is no longer there, is gone. But he used the same house that the new man is occupying now. Remember that? He used the same house. I mean, when you got born again, if you had big nose, you still got big nose. If you, if you, if you had big ears, you still got big ears. It's the same house. This body is your house. It houses the new man. But it's also the same house that housed the old man. Okay? So there were leftovers from the old man that you need to completely remove. Uproot it and remove it. Otherwise, it's going to be producing after that old man who's no longer there. Come on. Come on. Are you listening? So you got to get rid of it. That's why people, you know, have you ever purchased a home? And you get like, why did they put this carpet in here? Why did they put this countertop in there? You are removing your garden everything out. Why? So that it can look like you. This does not reflect me. So, mm, out. You change the drapes. And if it was a place where somebody smoked, I mean, you walk in there, you smell the smoke. But if you don't change it, even though you have your fancy stuff all over the place, somebody walks in here, they'll be like, I didn't know you smoked. Well, I know I didn't smoke. <laughs> I don't smoke. <laughs> oh, is that old drapes, man. Let's get rid of it. That's what every believer is assigned yeah. to do. Remove everything that has to do with the old man. So that your life can actually experience what came with the new man. And one of those things is renewing your mind. Renewing your mind. Change out the tree. Change out the tree. For example, you may have thought, you know, some people say, well, God never gives you more than you can bear. In one, one of these days, the Lord will help you. You see, that's an old tree. Wrong tree. Number one, God doesn't tempt you with evil. Every good gift and every perfect gift come from God. He doesn't give you anything bad. What the Bible said was that he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able to bear. Yeah. I don't know how people get, what, get that he gives you in that verse. Right. But you see, it's a wrong, if it's a wrong tree, you hold fast to it, and here you are, born again, a, a, a full-fledged child of God, thinking you're suffering this for God. You're suffering this for God. Are you listening? See, you hold on to that tree. But how do you, what do you do next? You get rid of that tree. You stop talking like that. You change the way you think. You have to make sure that your view of God is according to what God said. God is good. He's not the author of anything bad. So I wouldn't blame God for any difficulty. 
In fact, he's on the inside of me to see me through. To bring me out. To bring me out. Remember the Bible says, I will be with you and I will deliver you. God's not just to be with you to say, hey, I'm with you. Why you suffer? No, he's in you to deliver you. And if you know that he's in you to deliver you, you will hurry yourself out of that situation. No, I'm not supposed to be here. 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 And you, I mean, you, you come out right away. And how do you come out right away? You start talking that. My God is a good God. This is not from God. This is not from God. Therefore, therefore, devil, get out in the name of Jesus. You don't attribute what the devil is doing to God. Amen. Another old tree. Sometimes, you know, I don't want any, old, any of these old world's goods. I don't want any of these old world's goods. All I want is just a little bit. It's me and Jesus. It's me and Jesus. <laughs> what about the people that Jesus sent you to go share the good news with? You see what I mean? It is, this is why we told you last night that being wealthy is not an option. It is a command. It's a command. But you see, old tree will be like, well, I came from the wrong side of the tracks. My family, nobody had the education. So because of that, we, we just have to, you know, do what we got to do. The Lord helps us. You see how they mix stuff with wrong tree. And as long as it's there, they will never go higher than that. What is that? Wrong thinking. Wrong thinking produces wrong believing. And wrong believing produces wrong confession. And you will have whatsoever you say. Amen. <laughs> you will have difficulty operating the God kind of faith without your mind being renewed to the word of God. Amen. This is where so many people are. Wrong tree. You see, <laughs> we might get into it a little bit. Wrong, wrong tree. The tree is that. How do you uproot that tree? You transform. Mm -hmm. yes. Transform. Yes. Change the way you think. Yes. Change the way you think. Yes. You know, I've heard people all over the world, you know, they say, you know, at least half bread is better than none. And I will always say, I will not take half bread when I see a whole loaf. Hey. And I'll say, why even go for the loaf? I'll go for the bakery. Why? So I can have some for the whole neighborhood. That's the thinking of the new creation. Because in the mind of the new creation, he's saying, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue. Remember what God told, told Abraham. He said, through you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. I know it's the coming of Jesus, but Jesus, just like he 
is, so are we yes. in this world. We are, we are access. Yes. God's access yes. to bring good things, yes. to author good things. But if you don't think that way, you won't talk that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You won't talk that way. If you don't think that way, you won't talk that way. For instance, you, you can be around, you know, things or, you know, people, oh, this is going to happen. Oh, did you hear? I said, what? Well, they said. I said, who said? The news said. I said, well, I got better news for you. Amen. You do? I, I said, this one doesn't change by minutes. It's the same every day. Really? I said, yeah. It's hot after press. And I read the Bible. And I said, as long as I'm here, this is what will happen. Amen. That's right. And some, and some people get upset. Well, you just think you're, you know, they think you're arrogant when you are really demonstrating your oneness with God. Your speaking capability. Amen. So it's a mindset. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. If you're going to talk like God, you're going to have to uproot the tree that makes you less. Oh, we never have enough, you know. You see, that tree inside of you is the tree, you know, I'm not saying it's inside of you tonight. I hope it isn't. But if it is, you can easily just yank it out. It, it is the tree that associates your experience, that, that, that associates you with your, with your experience. It's a tree that gauges what happens in your life based on what you've come out of, what has happened to you, and it puts a cap. Where you don't have an education, so you can only go this far. You are in the wrong place, so you can only go this far. What are those? Those are trees. The word of God doesn't, wouldn't judge you based on whether you got the education or not because you didn't get the inheritance because you went to school. You got the inheritance because Jesus is your Lord. You see that? But you see, if that wrong tree is there, it will keep you, it, it will keep you expecting, well, because, you know, I'm, I didn't qualify. I didn't qualify. None of us qualified for the blessing. He qualified us himself. He made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance. It's not what you do in the natural that positions you. It is what Christ did. That gave you that platform. Amen. Amen. You see, when you understand that, it changes how you talk. Because you're talking now, the right fruit is is on the inside. I'm a child of God with no limits, education or no education. You see what I mean? God doesn't prosper you based on any natural. uh, um, any natural, uh, how do I say it? You, you don't impress God with anything natural. No. Yeah. God didn't bless you. He said, ah, oh, you went to school, so therefore the blessing is on you. Right. No, the blessing is on you because you are in Christ. Amen. You are in Christ. Right there, right there. That is the foundation. Yeah. 
You are in Christ. And if you will let that tree grow inside of you, it will pull off all the wrong stuff. Amen. Yank it up. Who told you you couldn't do this? Right. That's right. Well, I didn't have the education. Is that what the Bible said? So if, that, if that's not what the Bible says, just pull it up and yank it up. Amen. I can do all things yes. through Christ that strengthens me. You see, people have those trees, those limitations, and they're trying to talk the word. And the word isn't real to them. And they make the word, they bring the word to align with their situation. They, you know, for instance, you, if you've been dealing with an, il, uh, an ailment or something, you know, it's been hurting over the years. You say, yeah, I know. Jesus loves me. He will heal me. He will heal me. He will heal me. That's a wrong tree. Because the tree on the inside hasn't seen himself or herself healed, according to the word. The tree on the inside is the tree that is waiting to be healed. See the wrong thinking? So every day he says, God will heal me. God will heal me. And God will heal me. As long as you're saying God will heal me, you are not activating the power of God. Because that's not what the word said. The word said that by his stripes you were healed. You see the difference? So to God, you are healed right now. You are healed right now. So you let that tree on the inside be the tree of a healed person. Not a sick person trying to get healed. A healed person resisting symptoms of sickness. That's where it begins to come out. You just talk it. I am healed and whole. I am healed and whole. I am healed and whole. Each, each time I say that, the power like bubble just, just comes why? Because Jesus said he upholds all things with the word of his power. When you speak that word, power is stirred. Power is stirred. Amen. Glory to God. So, how do we change some of them trees on the inside to get the right tree inside? You change it by believing. Some people call it the belief system. Yeah. The belief system comes out of a thinking pattern. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The way you think affects, the, affects how you believe or what you believe. Yeah. Yeah. You want to change what you believe? Change how you think. Yeah. You change how you think, it affects what you believe. And what you believe affects what you say. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. So... How do we get this going? To change out the tree. How do you change out the tree and get the real tree inside, the right tree inside? By meditation. Meditating the word. Meditation does two things. It, it uproots the wrong trees and it Plants the right trees. Meditating. Meditating. And you know what meditation is. Meditation is not just sitting in the corner and going, mm. 
That's not meditation. <laughs> meditation, the Bible tells us, is moderating the word back to yourself. Speaking the word to yourself. Speaking the word to yourself. Each time you speak the word, you put a big old uh, 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 um, shovel right on the inside and you just mm, dig it out, dig it out, dig it out, dig it out. You may start digging some of them out. Like, you know, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. And the devil will raise up pictures and memories of things you did before that wasn't the acts of a righteous person. It will dig it all up. Just what is it trying? To keep you from going further, digging it out. But what do you do? You keep on confessing. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm right not because I did everything right. I'm right because he made me right with his own action. So you're speaking that over yourself. I'm the righteousness of God. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm not I'm, I, I, I'm not righteous because I earned it. I'm righteous because he made me so. I'm the righteousness of God. And if you're like me, when I started doing this, I would look at myself in the mirror and say, I, you're the righteousness of God. You're the righteousness of God. You are the right. Everything that's in God is in you because he put it in you. He put it in you. The more you say it, the more those images <laughs> begins to build. Remember, we call it images, we've called it tree, but you're uprooting wrong thinking, wrong thinking, wrong thinking, wrong thinking. And you're, you're building it up. You're building it up. You take time to put it in there. Guess what? If you don't put them in there, it won't come out. So you take time to put it in there. You put it in there. And I say, it's work. <laughs> the, the only work the Bible talks about is the work of believing. Believing is work. Yeah. Yeah. Believing is work. It's not a natural work in the flesh, but believing is work. It's work to hold yourself to what the Word said. Because your head will want to do all kinds of funny business. You know, you want to do all kinds, but you hold yourself. You hold yourself there. I mean, if you want a good haircut, what would the barber say? Sit down on the chair. If, if he grabs the scissors and you say, excuse me, you never get that hair cut. <laughs> or you take a big chunk, you'd be like, ah, excuse me. No, just stay seated. Stay seated. Stay seated. <laughs> right? Stay seated. That's what you have to learn. Amen. Stay seated until all those things. I've seen some wonderful things in the barbershop. I've seen guys come in. I mean, this happened not too long ago. I was somewhere in Northern California, and I watched this guy come in, and uh, he, he had, you know, his beard all grown up, everything. And they said, just clear it up. And the barber took the uh, 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 thing and just went all the way. And people looked. Boy, is it the same man that just walked in? He looked completely different. Completely different. I said, boy, that's a miracle. Completely different. What, what happened? What was, was taken off. What was, was taken off. Your life will look different 
when you change the trees on the inside. You replace it with the word of God. You replace it with the word of God. Amen. You know, we quote, because I haven't forgotten, I'm, I've been redirected. I'm trying to find my way back into it. You know? <laughs> we talk about confessing, you know, speak the word, speak the word. You will have what you say. You will have what you say. You talk like God, have the God kind of faith. But there are so many, there are some things we leave out when we talk about that. So let's go to it, Mark 11. Mark 11, we'll start reading from verse 20. Glory to God. This is the part that meditation addresses. Okay? Mark 11, verse 20. And in the morning, as they passed by, we've quoted this scripture before, but let's just read it now. They saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answering said unto them, have faith in God. Or the margin says, have the God kind of faith. Okay? And he said, for verily, I say unto you, basically he's saying, for if you have the God kind of faith, right? We can imply that here. For uh, have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. For verily I say unto you, or we could say it this way, for if you have the God kind of faith, yeah. okay? Yeah. For verily I say unto you that whosoever, if you have the God kind of faith, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. The missing link here <laughs> is the believing part. That believing part is the switching of the tree that we're talking about. Because it, the, uh, you shall, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe in his heart. That those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Okay? He shall have whatsoever he says. So the question or the main deal is believing in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Believing in your heart. Yeah. Believing in your heart. How do you get yourself to the point of believing? That's where we talk about meditating the word. Yeah. Yeah. Meditating the word. Me believing is when the word becomes one with you. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Believing is when the word becomes one with you. So it just comes out naturally, if we can put it that, that way. You know what I mean? I mean, the word you believe, it, you are sure of. You have settled it. You have settled it. And how do you get to that point? Just meditating on the word. Meditating on the word. Meditating on the word. We could put it this way, that the word you've believed is the word you have revelation of. Yes. 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 Amen. 
Light has come. But how do you get to that point? You keep it in front of you. You keep it in front of you. You keep it in front of you. What are you doing? It's getting inside. It's getting inside. Because many have learned confession. Many have learned confession. You can confess with your mouth without believing in your heart and nothing happens. Hmm? Have you ever, I mean, we've all done, my God shall supply all my needs. I couldn't do it. I his riches. But I'm the head and I say, praise God. I'm blessed. Come and go and praise God. And then you go out and something else happens. The, what you say is completely opposite. Because it didn't come from your heart. You have not believed that word. You have not believed that word. I say it this way sometimes. Confession has two parts. You know, the confession to get the word inside and the confession to get the word out. You see, when the word is inside of you, it's not a struggle for it to come out. Most people want to speak it, but it's not the, the, the biggest thing is get it inside first. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Do you see what I mean? That's when you have believed it, when it's residing in your heart. When it's residing in your heart. When you're residing in your heart and it's become part of you, you say it, you do it. It becomes part of you. Part of you. The mistake many people make is that sometimes we try to confess the word to get something. We're confessing the word to get something. That's, that's you trying to bypass the flow of God. The word has to get into you first. Remember in Acts 20 verse 32. It says, and I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you your inheritance. Many people try to confess to get their inheritance, but they're not keeping themselves in a place where the word is able to build them up. The only way the word will build you up is, is if that word is residing inside of you. And the way it resides inside of you is you meditating the word. Meditating the word. Meditating the word. When you meditate the word, that's the word filling your heart. It's like making deposits. Making deposits. Amen. Why do you think the, ba the banking system works? It's deposit and withdrawal. Deposit and withdrawal. If you don't make deposit and you try to withdraw... Ah, uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So what do you, which one comes first? Withdrawal or deposit? See? So if you don't take the time to deposit, meditate on the word, build it, build it, build it, build it, build it, build it, build it. Somebody say, I'm in a hurry. Don't worry about the stuff. Just take the time to build it because the word is powerful enough to reverse whatever that needs to be reversed. The biggest thing is get the word inside. Get the wrong tree out and get the right tree in. Once you plant that tree and it's growing, you don't stress over the fruit. The fruit comes, comes naturally. 
Are you seeing what I'm saying? Yeah. So you just take the time to meditate the word. Build the word. Build the word. Build the word. Meditate on the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. That's what he told Joshua. Look at Joshua 1.8. Oh my God. Look at the time. Where did the time go? You see, in Joshua 1, it said, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may observe, so you may recognize, so you may see to do. Amen. But thou shalt meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do, according to all that is written therein, for then, yeah. Yeah. thou shalt make your way prosperous. Yeah. Yeah. Then, you shall have good success. Yeah. What triggers all of this? You're meditating on the word of God. Yeah. It just, it flows. That's the way our lives to be, a flow. And then you look over at Proverbs chapter 4, in verse 20. That's another one. Oh, my God. I don't know that I've preached any sermon in recent times that I, didn't, I don't go to Proverbs 4.20. Proverbs 4, look at verse 20. Hallelujah. It says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Yes. Keep them. How do you keep them? Meditate on it. Meditate on it. Put them in there. Put them in there. Talk it in there. Talk it in there. Talk it. Talk it. Talk it. Talk it. Talk it. Keep talking it. Keep, keep speaking it over yourself. Keep speaking it to yourself. Keep speaking it to yourself. You never get tired. I mean, if I handed you one million dollars tonight, would you get tired of depositing it? Of depositing it into your account. If I say just deposit uh, $100,000 $100, at a time. Yeah. Would you be, I'm tired of depositing. Oh my gosh. I'm tired. And you just do once. No. You keep doing it because each time you deposit, it comes up. Each time you deposit, it comes up. Each time you deposit, it comes up. So what do you, it motivates you. Each time you meditate on the word of God, truly meditate on the word of God, it becomes your uh, motivation yeah. to yeah. keep on. Yeah. Why? Because it just keeps building you up. It keeps building you up. It keeps building you up. It keeps building you up. And when the word is built up in you, it will no longer be, be like um, a, 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 um, a drive-through confession. Okay. No, you're, you're relaxed. That scripture now applies to you. He, he that believeth shall not make haste. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've believed it. I've spoken it. Yeah. I will have people walk on me. Oh, oh, this is happening. Oh, 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 oh. I said, peace, be still. Right. When are you coming? When I'm ready to come. Yeah. Yeah. You mean you're not going to come right now? No, I'm not. I'll come when I'm ready. Why? I've already sent word. I've already sent word. That's what happens when the word is abiding in you. It just comes out. 
Am I helping you tonight? Yeah. Hallelujah. So, let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Who's going to do this? We are. we are. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Why? For they are life unto those that find them. That word life here, it means the Zoe life, the God kind of life. That means it will produce everything that God intended for it to produce in your life, including health to all your flesh. Every word of God is a healing word. Amen. Every word, every word, every word is a healing word. According to this scripture. Every word is a healing word. Every word of God is a healing word. There may be words that God will give to you about fixing your attitude. That's a healing word. Amen. Every word is a healing word. So what do you do? You just meditate on it. Meditate on it. It'll heal you. It'll heal you. Amen. Glory to God. Oh, my, my. Wow. I wanted to, uh, <laughs> but this is a good place to, to, to unhook tonight. We'll put a caboose there and we'll come back. Because if we get on going again, oh, my gosh. Yeah, we'll come back in the morning and just see where we pick up. See where we pick up. But meditate the word. Meditate the word. What's, what's, what is not inside won't come out. Why do people have difficulty confessing the reality of scriptures? Because the wrong tree is in there is inhibiting them. They have trouble saying, but my God shall supply. Oh man, it has been this way for years. It's been this way for years. Is, I mean, the word is able to wipe off every one of those things. Amen. But you have to change that. Yeah. See, when, what people mean when they say it's been this year for years is they're looking to themselves. Exactly. But you have to remind yourself that you're not left as often. No. Jesus said, I will not leave you fatherless. I'll provide for you. Yes. I'll provide for you. Amen. Amen. I'll be your father to you. Yeah. Amen. A father provides. Yeah. And he takes care of his own. Yeah. He takes care of his own. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So let's learn to practice it. Meditate. Ponder on the word. Ponder on the word. What am I doing? I'm putting the word inside. I'm putting the word inside. You, your, your spiritual bank account can be as fat as you want it. Amen. Why? You fill it up with confession. Why? So you have something to say. So you have something to say. So you have something to say. Nothing with God happens automatically. That's why it calls for faith. It takes faith to just on purpose sit down. Okay, I'm going to put this word inside. I'm going to put this word inside. Because I want to talk like God. I want to talk like my father. I want to uphold all things in my life with the word of his power. So to be able to speak it, I have to get it inside first. I have to get it inside first. Get it inside first. 
Our confession should be, you speak it and it's done. Yes. But many times it's not the case. Why? The word is not inside you. You have to get it inside first. You got the, if you're going to reign in life with your words, that word has to reign in you first. Reign in you first. And then it will begin to reign through your mouth. Amen. Glory to God. And we can all do it. Amen. We can all do it. Praise God. Thank God for the word of God. Amen, 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 amen. Praise God. I still have my notes. I haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> but uh, we're just endeavoring to follow the Holy Ghost and um, see what all he has for you. Amen. Who, is anybody here who's uh, your toes hurting? Your toes? Toes? That's an interesting call. Toes. Your toes. It feels numb sometimes and it hurts. Toes. It's just toes. Anybody here? Praise God. Okay. You just come on up and receive. If it came up, I don't I don't want to I don't want to shut it down without ministering it. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Be made whole from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Toes come alive and be free from pain in the name of Jesus. I thank you for it. Hallelujah. Woo. Glory to God. Amen. Is that, is that what this is too? Or is it yeah, there's Achilles tendon. Okay. As well. But both my toes are just all okay. cramp ups that they have. All right. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Pain, Go. And I release the healing power of God to flow into you. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Making you totally whole and making you strong. In Jesus name. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Thank you Father. Father we worship you. We acknowledge you as our healer. We thank you, we thank you, and thank you. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. It shall all come to pass. Ah, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So who, who is it in here? You're, you're, you're trying or you're setting up to get a loan for your business. Are you here? Trying to get a loan for your business. Are you here tonight? Anybody? Anybody? You need finances for your business. Anybody? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Louise, what do you do now? Stand, stand, stand here. I work at a dairy factory. Okay. 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 I see you doing some other stuff. 
I see you doing some other stuff too. Spend some time with God and have him show you. Yes, sir. Spend some time and have him show you because they're, they're, they're small available. More. More. It's one thing for something to be available, but it's another thing for something to be available and it belongs to you. So you can reach in faith. Amen. Praise God. Yeah, that's what it changes that small person mentality. I can only reach this place so far. No, when the word of the Lord comes to you, that's your reach. You lay hold of it, it takes you. All right. So, Father, I thank you that that door open in Jesus' name. You receive it. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command those doors to open. I speak to those funds. Come. I loose it. Satan, you take your hands off of it. In the name of Jesus. Ooh, yeah. More than, yeah, more than one house. More than two houses. <laughs> more. 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 I see that. I see that. It comes in Jesus' name. Sonia, you come up here too. Because, um, yeah. I see you. When you were dancing, gathering, in, you know, furniture, as you know, you furnished that home and you just, you build it all up. So now it's, <laughs> loose and come in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yeah. It'll come to pass. It'll come to pass. It'll, it'll, be, it, it'll be several of them. You go like, you'll be seven, and it'll be, you, you get a system in place to just, yeah, I see it unfolding. It will all come to pass. See, it pays to be in the right place and honor the people that God put in your life. God will use that. I see that, Father. He will use the two of you as an example of what it means to honor in the local church. Praise God. How's this? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. And it'll be easy. And it'll be easy. And he'll show you how. <laughs> and he'll show you when. He'll prompt you. Just like you had that little prompting about some other stuff. Just same way. Same way. It won't be anything with fanfare. It'll be just simple. Just, just like that. Just, just, just like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Does that make spiritual sense to you? All right. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Where the Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. God has much more for you. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. I'm just checking, make sure I'm all clear. 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 Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. What's this person with blood count? Your 
what is it? Hemoglobin. 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 Are you here? Come up here. Hemoglobin. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, get a piece of cloth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's finding one for you, I believe. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, that endowment you put on our lives, I release it into this cloth so that when it's put on this person, the hemoglobin, everything that needs to happen begins to happen correctly. I lose healing power flow in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. I believe we're done, Pastor. I believe that's what I have for tonight. And we'll see what happens tomorrow. I'm excited about tomorrow. <laughs> Amen. Every, every day with the Lord, it gets sweeter. Just when you think you've known a little bit, he just wows you again. 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 <laughs> he just wows you again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come up here, brother. While I was saying he just wows you again, he said, put my hands on your chest for your lungs. There's some things there. It's been repaired. But there are some areas that need to be completed. Yes. Father, I thank you. Yes. Complete restoration yes. of these lungs yes. in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right. I think we're done now. <laughs> Glory. Hallelujah. Glory.